We had a very honest and frank interview on the show yesterday with Martin Gordon from Sligo. And Martin is blind. He has been since the age of 17. And Martin was telling us the story of how he was refused entry to a restaurant in Dublin last weekend because he had his guide dog with him. And the restaurant has a strict no dogs allowed policy, which upset and disappointed him. But worse still, he said, was the humiliation he experienced having to explain to his seven-year-old daughter as to why they couldn't go into the restaurant. But I don't want her to have the same feeling in her stomach that I do going into a restaurant or a shop or whatever it might be and thinking, is there going to be an issue here? And I don't want her thinking, will Daddy be allowed in here? Can we go there because will they let Daddy in? In 2023, you're having those thoughts. Yeah. Nobody no matter their disability, their race, their ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, nobody in this society should ever have to think like that. Well, Helen Gray from Sligo contacted us following the interview. Uh, Helen also is blind and you say you not only feel sorry for Martin, Helen, but you can associate with some of the issues he encountered. Yeah, Niall, I think it's a total disgrace what that poor man went through. I mean, not alone, um, like he could, he obviously was able to see all his life and he's lo- he lost his vision. And, th- and that's very distressing for somebody, you know, um, it's, it's kind of different for me because I was blind all my life. So I had to learn from, a, I had to, I had to adapt from, a, from the time I could walk and talk to, to now. And I'm not, uh, like lying about this, that, you know, it has its challenges, even whether you're blind all your life or whether, you know, you lose your vision at a, at a young age. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think people, there's a lot of awareness out there. People need to get to be aware of what's going on. Um, and they're like, there is some people out there, in my view, I think that there's total ignorance against blind people. Yeah. Or people with visually, like it's not so bad if you're visually impaired and you have some vision. It's not. I don't think it's too bad, but you know, when you lose your sight and you know you have no vision at all. Like for instance, like I have three children, and when my first child was born, he's 25 now, but when my first child was born, there was people going around saying, um specifically to a friend of mine, oh, how is she going to manage to look after a child? How is she going to manage to do this? And how is she going to... Like, how is anybody... How does anyone manage? Like, they have to learn, you know. Whether whether you're blind, whether you're not blind, they have to learn that a child isn't a toy, it's not a doll. You you know, you have to feed it, clothe it. And I used to bring um, my oldest child around in a buggy. I used to pull it backwards around the town. And then as, as he got older... I found people would come up to come up to and like not speak to me at all, but come up to Connor and say, "Are you helping your mother? Are you helping your mother? Are you helping your mother?" Oh, and like you know, it was a, it wasn't a good thing to say to a child because like he, he was only about three or four years of age. You know, it just sounded like that he was responsible for me instead of me being responsible for him. So, so there's still a, there's still a misunderstanding and a, a high degree of ignorance of of the. Oh, very much so. Because, like when my when 
my older child was young, he said to me, he used to, he said to me at one stage, he said, Mom, am I looking after you? You know? And I'd say, no, 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 you're not. No, no, I, I'm your mom. I look after you. You know, like, it's ter- the ignorance is very bad out there. And to go into a restaurant and to be refused with a guide dog, it's an absolutely, I'm horrified with it. Because I don't have a guide dog myself, um, but um, they are absolutely fantastic animals. They they are a blind person's lifeline. And, like, they're not like, um, you know, they're not wild. Yeah. You know, they go, in, they go into the restaurants, they're well-trained. You tell the dog to sit, and he sits down at the table, and he doesn't move until until the person decides to leave the table. Yeah, and, and apart from the from, from the laws involved and the, the Martin's rights under the Equal Status Act, I, you know, I, 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 maybe I'm wrong, I don't think anybody in that restaurant would have objected or would have had a problem with Martin and his family sitting at a table with, with his guide dog. I don't, I don't, I don't think, assume I, I, I don't think so either, Martin. I mean, or, sorry, Niall. Um, there's, there's, like, the, there's people out there that are always putting up barriers for for blind and visually impaired, making excuses. Like, I'm on two projects at the minute, and I'm on one, it's called Employability, and um, it's where a job coach is assigned to you to try and get a job. Now, I've been around a few places, and I don't know what it is, but, like, you just say, oh, no, we've nothing for you, we've nothing for you, we've nothing for you. But... If they use their head out there, I'm sure there's something that they could come up with, you know. I mean, I think people think that, like, we're only blind. It's only our eyes that's not working. We have brains in our heads. Like, we can't think, like, we're able to think for ourselves. We just, we just need to work differently. We just need to adopt the things differently and have a different approach to, you know, to our, yeah. our own life. Okay, you you were saying that people can make com- like your life so complicated when it doesn't need to be complicated. Very, very complicated, and and I, you know, there's uh, it's, there's this health and safety issue all to do with in- like it's something to do with insurance or health, and- but that's only an excuse. You know, um, if there was, if there was um, somebody with, I'm not like. Um, kind of downgrading any disability, but if there was somebody with a mental health difficulty, they'd get, get they'd get a job. And so, sometimes, if there was a, somebody in, in with a physical disability, like if they were in a wheelchair, they they get a job. But once it comes to totally blind people or a visually, someone with a visual impairment, they just look down their their noses at us. Uh, it's, no. yeah, it's, it's very it's very disturbing that, that that would be the case in 2023, Ellen, that you would oh, even rem- in any shape or form feel like that. Yeah, oh, I do, I do, Niall. I mean, like there is there is very good people out there. I'm not I'm not downgrading everybody because I wouldn't knock everyone back. But I mean, there is there is genuinely good people out there. But there's a majority of them that they just they don't want to they don't want to make the effort to kind of help us or to kind of say well you know we might have something for you maybe you could come in for a day or two and you could try it out or see if you can 
do this particular job or not or you know because like we have to approach things differently sometimes we don't know what's suitable for us but if we were given the opportunity and the chance to prove ourselves mm. and this is what we have to do we have to go out there and prove ourselves and like some people out there don't don't give us the opportunity to do that uh, guide dogs are obviously essential to blind people, says this person. They are their eyes. I thought it was given, a given and in law that guide dogs could accompany their owners wherever they need to go. Sean says, absolutely embarrassing to hear that. Disgraceful stuff, but not surprising. I would hazard um, a guess that the said restaurant would be front and centre in saying how inclusive they are. I say well done to Martin for highlighting the, uh, the issue. Uh, this lady says, nearly every restaurant around Europe are dog friendly. It's about time Ireland joins their sister countries outrageous to someone else every restaurant by law has to allow guide dogs and their owners into their restaurant these restaurant owners and employees should know this if not they're in the wrong profession shame on you I say Uh, Martin you should name and shame so other guide dog owners will not go into this particular establishment and that's the the interesting point which is cropping up the law in relation to this and whether there is um, an obligation on restaurant owners and those who own hotels and pubs whatever to to allow uh, guide dogs in Anthony Gray is on the line well known local restaurant here of course former president of the Restaurants Association of Ireland Anthony what, what is the situation Legally well, in relation well, to this. Well, look, at it, first and foremost, it's totally unacceptable to be refused entry to any business. And uh, I have it on high authority from the Restaurants Association of Ireland that it's the law. If you have a guide dog, um, whether whether you're visually impaired, whether you, whether you have, have epilepsy or autism, as long as that guide dog comes with you, you are certainly allowed into the restaurant. And to be honest with you, Niall, I'm appalled to think that this restaurant took that manner and refused that man. It's an absolute disgrace. But yet again, you know, we're living in a society that, you know, anything, you know, nothing ceases to amaze me anymore. Um, You know, at the end of the day, that man should not be refused whatsoever into that restaurant. Now, the law does state that the owner can refuse a pet if they're coming into the restaurant. Now, as I've listened to most of the comments and I'm just back from, from a European city where there was dogs, certainly in the restaurants. In, my, yeah. in both my businesses, I allow, obviously, service dogs. Um, I allow pets into the restaurant. And I use a common sense apro- approach, not a nonsensical one, where you would say, look, you can come in with the dog. Is the dog going to be quiet? The dog can sit down there at the bottom of the table if that's okay. And that's the approach that should have been taken here. And, and look, at if Martin is ever around either hooked or alabon, I'd certainly like to see him come in with his family and I certainly would take good care of him, that's for sure. Okay, well the, the outrage is, is, is understandable and indeed it's covered in the Irish Times as, as well this morning and, and why wouldn't it be? So you, you allow dogs um, under certain conditions into your restaurants, not just guide dogs, you're saying? Yeah, but like again, a common sense approach mm. is taken. Like if it's a dog that's coming in and the dog is barking and shouting and roaring, you're not going to let the dog into the restaurant. Like, it, it, there's been incidents in the summer down in Hooked where the people come to the door, it might be raining, they'd have a small dog with them, or even a medium-sized dog with them, and say, look, is there any chance we could come in? And I'd say, look, if the dog sits down at the end of the table, I don't have an issue with it. And I don't have an issue with that. And, like, it's absolutely appalling in this day and age that somebody who is visually impaired should be stopped entry going into a restaurant. And it, I'm absolutely disgusted. This is not how we operate as restaurant tires. I can assure you that. The other side of the coin is this. 
there is 19,000 people waiting to, uh, on a lottery, and that's uh, people suffering from autism and also other illnesses, waiting to get a dog in the country. And they have to go on a lottery system to get a dog. And I listened to the comments there about the health system and, 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 and mm. the, the absolute appalling state that it's in, right? You have to understand as well, you have the mental health system that is not fit for purpose in this country. Our health system at the moment is not fit for purpose in this country. There is children up and down this country waiting three to five years on a list to be seen. And that is especially for CAMS. God forbid if you have a mental illness in this country, there is not a hope you're going to get seen. The winter plan is absolutely non... It, it's nowhere to be seen. And it, it really, I tell you, Niall, it really bugs me to think that every single listener, including myself and including every listener on your show, right, the government came out recently and announced that they took in $73 billion from the taxpayers in the exchequer, $73 billion. And yet we can't get a regional hub system, a, a, a regional hub in Sligo has not been named. You have people waiting for four hours in an ambulance. You have people not going to the hospital anymore because they're probably afraid to go because of the state that it's in, and they won't go, and they're accepting that they'll stay at home and then more than likely die. It's just, it's, 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 it's unbelievable that we are actually, we as publicans, and are not publicans, we as public uh, servants that were working in the industry, we as, we as private sector are absolutely standing for this. Is it any wonder there was a civil war in this country? Okay, you're, you're, you're quite angry, so, about the, obviously, about the health situation and... I'm angry, I'm angry for every single child, including mm. my own, that has to live in this country and put up with it. I'm angry for the terrible, unfortunate people that have to work in this system. I'm angry for the politicians who are, who are taking in universal tax from my employees, including myself, and squandering it, and are not able to, not even fit to run a hospital or run any business. Why don't they go out and build hospitals? There wouldn't be an issue there. Why doesn't I go to the state-of-the-art hospital? But of course, Sligo, as you know, has, has always been left behind. Uh, he, even for a road that we had to go up and march outside the doll for. And we had to get a campaign because there was, you know, so many people killed on that road. Like, this, is, this isn't the country that I want to live in. This isn't a country that is acceptable for any other person to live in. It's an absolute kip. And you know what, Niall? It's about time that the whole lot of us stood up to this. And like, like I know I've gone off point here a little bit. But it just shows you the state of the country when a gentleman who's visually impaired can't, is refused entry into a restaurant. It just shows you the society that we're living in. And it's about time someone stood up to him 